making your mental well-being a priority is as easy as making yourself laugh and listening to your body. And in this episode of the Daspination Podcast, I'll give you seven happiness hacks to become a happier person today. Hey, what's happening? This is Isai Rodriguez, host of the Daphination Podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this here beautiful blue planet. And listen, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you might think. First and foremost, it's all about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a freebie for you call the 10 Daspination Mind Hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so you can turn around and whip your body into shape. If that sounds good to you, then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks right now to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hacks to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results that you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve. That's podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks. Be in the know starting right now. And so, with all that being said, let's get right into the show. All right, all right. How is everybody out there? I hope you guys are doing awesome. Um, I hope you guys are in, uh, you know, find yourself in good health and good spirits. I hope your family is doing great. I hope the good Lord is blessing you. And um, yeah, man. So first of all, let's start this uh, episode by me uh, wishing everybody a happy, happy and blessed Black History Month. And so, you know, me being um, Puerto Rican from (laughs) New York, you know, my parents being both 100 percent Puerto Rican blood heritage, bloodline, all that good stuff. Uh, that makes me myself, that makes me one third, uh, African American, you know, because, uh, here's a little, uh, lesson for you. If, um, if, if you're not aware, um, the Puerto Rican bloodline consists of, of African blood, uh, Spaniard blood and the native Taino Indians that inhabited the Puerto Rican Island or the Island of Puerto Rico, as it's known now way back when and so yeah so you know i take i take black history month pretty i'm not gonna say seriously but you know with a lot of respect i would i would definitely categorize how i feel for uh you know my african roots so um that being said i want to wish everyone a happy black history month you know hopefully you guys are doing great i hope you guys are doing awesome and um yeah, a little sad news here. Casa de Rodriguez, the little guy, the little uh, nugget, seems to have a fever. He came down with a fever the other day. And so, you know, I've been, I, I have him on my mind right now and for the past couple of days. And so now, uh, you know, we're, we've been um, watching his temperature. You know, we're just keeping an eye on it, making sure that it doesn't go too high because he tends to um, hit his temperature tends to spike when he starts feeling sick and um the problem with that is that we've had uh we've had this emergency before 
where it spikes really fast um, to the point where, you know, he, he kind of seizes up. You know, we, we've actually had one instance where we ended up in the emergency room. And so ever since then, they told, you know, they basically told us, you know, you have to do what you need to do to uh, maintain or control his temperature, because if his temperature spikes to a certain, you know, temperature or a certain number, uh, and that's usually right over the 100 mark, 101, something like that. Uh, you know, if it gets that high, then he is prone to to these, uh, you know, these seizures that, that affects infants like that. And so, yeah, that's something uh, that we've been keeping an eye on, monitoring that. And hopefully um, he'll be good to go in a couple of days. You know, we've been giving him some Motrin, some Tylenol. And we've been able to maintain his temperature to an acceptable degree. So, you know, we're doing good right now. But um, yeah, what else can we say? What else can we say about Casa de Rodriguez here? Any news over here? We're getting prepared, trying to figure out what we're going to do for the Super Bowl. Uh, Me and the wife always had um, a tradition (laughs) where we would kind of you know, buy a bunch of chicken wings, like literally go to the store, buy a bunch of raw chicken wings and just different seasonings, different sauces. And we we would kind of experiment with um, different batches of hot wings, you know? And so we're thinking if, you know, we're wondering, do do we want to do that this year? I don't know, because, you know, we have a lot of people in the house at this point. And um, not everybody likes wings. It's it's mostly just me and the wife in the house that love the wings. And so that's why we, uh, you know, we kind of experiment and, uh, you know, we, we take notes like, oh, yeah, this one's good. This one, uh, this this one was a little too spicy. This one's a little too salty. You know, whatever the case may be, whatever notes or whatever things, any input that we have on those uh, wings. But uh, not, not sure if we're going to do that. Maybe we're just going to default to the to the Super Bowl of chili. <laughs> Chili's always good for, uh, you know, for something like that, some nachos, things like that. But we'll see. We'll see. We shall see what we decide to do. And uh, luckily, luckily, we still have um, we still have a week and a half or so till till the Super Bowl. So we're good um, as of right now. Anyway, <laughs> we have a little time to uh, decide what we're going to do and then uh, get all that, get all the um, ingredients and all the stuff prepared and ready to go. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know. But um, yeah, yeah, we've I got a good one for you this, uh, you know, this episode. And so I'm going to just jump right into the uh, the meat and potatoes. So what are we talking about on this week's installment of the Daspination podcast? What is the meat and potatoes on the table today? (laughs) So I'm talking about how to become happier through habits. So your your happiness is is totally within your reach. You can totally control your happiness no matter what it is that you're going through, no matter what your situation is right now at the moment. You have everything inside you right now to fully take control of it and be the happiest person anyone ever knew. You know, like making your mental well-being a priority is actually a lot easier, a lot simpler uh, than it may sound. It's it's actually as easy as making yourself laugh or simply listening to your body. So, you know, like taking care of your mental health and, and nourishing it, helping it become stronger and more stable, 
This will help you connect more deeply with others. It'll help you reduce anxiety and it'll help boost your confidence. And when you think about it, there's really no downsides of it. You know, like like you don't even have to spend thousands of dollars to make simple uh, improvements to your mental health. It actually just boils down to making a couple simple habit changes. That's it. Uh, A few simple habit changes and you'll see some awesome, awesome results. And wouldn't you know, (laughs) I have seven amazing little habit hacks that'll give you that extra boost of happiness that you may be looking for, you know? So ready or not, here we go. (laughs) You know, like I said, we're jumping right into it. I'm not wasting any time. The first Daspination happiness hack is make relaxation a routine. So what are we talking about here? (laughs) Make relaxation a routine. Well, uh, there's a few, uh, there are a few things in life that are guaranteed other than, uh, death and taxes, <laughs> you know, but living a, you know, a stress-free life is, is unfortunately not guaranteed unless you do something about it, you know? So there'll be times when you feel overwhelmed or stressed out, but there's a, there, but here's the thing, like you can control how you respond to the stress. Like the stress, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be present in your life, but how you deal with it determines how it'll affect your life and your mood. Now, when you apply relaxation techniques into your daily routine, it can really help you manage the stress in your life. One, uh, One popular approach Uh, to adding relaxation to your day is through meditation. It's a great way to relax. Uh, It can really help you reach a state of calm. It can help decrease stress and improve your mood. I mean, I've used this technique in the past, but but I do it with music, you know, if that makes sense. It adds like a layer of something that just helps you zone out and really lose yourself for a for a second while you, um, you know, ultimately forget about the day (laughs) that you just had. Now, what if meditation isn't your thing? There's other things that you can do to get the same relaxation uh, relaxation benefits uh, that you would get from meditation. Things like deep breathing and or reading or or taking a bubble bath if that's you know your thing. <laughs> you know these are all great and very popular relaxation techniques that make you know that that many people make use of. You know no matter how you choose to relax, here's the here's the real hack, if you will, you know, just make it a habit. That's it. Whatever, whichever approach you take, make it a habit because that those habits are what going to, that's what's going to help you actually make these huge changes in your life. Number two, practice gratitude. So here's the thing with that. When, when, when you add gratitude to your life, you can instantly make any day brighter. It's a great way to create a positive outlook on your life. Not only that, but it, it has a ta- it has tangible benefits for your mental health in particular. You know, we're talking about uh, reducing stress, lessening depression symptoms, and boosting your mood. 
It's a super simple concept, but sometimes, you know, it could be a, a bit hard to keep up with, you know, <laughs> try to take some time for self-reflection and share your gratitude with people around you. So if you like, if you like to journal, uh, then use that baby regularly to write, write down a list of, you know, of things that you're grateful for. You know, what are you grateful for? What is it? You know, write it down. <laughs> Simple as that. Daspination happy hack number three. Value social interaction. Now, sharing your time or sharing our time with others is, is you know, it's sometimes just like exactly what we need to boost our mood or change our perspective on things. I found like I found this to be 100% true last month when I flew back to the East Coast and met up with several friends. It was really it was really nice to to have some in-person face-to-face time with my buddies, you know? It, it was great, you know? And so by making time for friends and family, you lower your that those feelings of being lonely, those feelings of loneliness, you you squash them down, you know. You also ensure that you have like an emotional support system at your fingertips. So think about that, you know. If you can't regularly meet a person, text messages and Zoom calls are, you know, they're kind of make up for that interaction and it comes very close, you know. Like if you absolutely cannot uh, make those regular meetups, reach out the the point is to reach out to people and, and interact with them you know uh you have to value those social interactions because again they're going to help you squash those feelings of being lonely in this world you know what i mean and so and, and now the the other side of of valuing social interaction is knowing when you've had enough boundaries like the boundaries are are super important also you know, they're an essential part of your mental health that help you from, uh, you know, pushing yourself too far. So feel free <laughs> to say no or to move plans around when your body tells you to do so. And now <laughs> for Dasplanation, happy hack number four, take care of your physical health. Now, here's the thing with this. Mental health is directly tied to your physical health. I'll say that again. Mental health is directly tied to your physical health. You can't have one without the other. And the three main areas that you should focus on are, are you ready for it? (laughs) You should focus on your sleep, your nutrition, and naturally your exercise. So let's dig into these three target areas a little bit, a little deeper, you know, let's dive in a little. So sleep. Let's let's talk about sleep. First off, the uh, the state of your mental health is directly influenced by the sleep that you get. They're they're tightly connected or interconnected. You know, if if you don't get enough sleep, then then you know your brain doesn't have the chance to truly rest and, and to actually recover. You know, now sleep deprivation it makes it harder to regulate your emotions. Like, so that's one of the biggest um, downsides or downfalls or, or, you know, cons or however you want to label it. Like when you don't get enough sleep or sleep deprivation, it makes it hard to regulate your emotions. It makes it harder to cope with stress, you know, and when this happens, it can amplify the symptoms of 
you know, existing mental illnesses. So if you have anything, you know, under underlying conditions <laughs> that are going on and you and you're not getting enough rest, then it's only going to agitate those uh, mental like that. Those things that you have going on already, it's only going to shake it up. It's only going to make it worse, you know. So you want to be intentional when you prioritize your sleep. <laughs> you know, it's such a simple way to help your mental health, yet so many people don't give it the attention that it deserves. So, for Christ's sakes, <laughs> get some sleep, <laughs> you know. Uh, moving along to nutrition, we have uh, specifically food and hydration. So giving your, uh, you know, giving your body the nutrients and hydration that it needs uh, to function is another essential part of mental health. People don't realize just how important it is to be well hydrated and uh, well nourished in order to maintain strong mental health. Hydration in particular, uh, it's it's been linked to a decreased risk of anxiety and depression. And it, it's funny how this topic came into the conversation just now, because as I'm thinking about this, I'm saying to myself, man, you know, I've been I've I've actually been hammering this point through to my uh, VIP followers, the, the you know the past several weeks, and, and basically pointing them to resources and product uh, recommendations, and, and getting some good feedback from it all. Uh, I actually had a great conversation with a buddy recently about um, you know his experience, his specific experience with dehydration. It's it's uh, pretty typical actually. Uh, I've heard stories like this in the past, and, and they're more or less all the same, you know. So so he he was telling me. Uh, how one day he went to, you know, he went for a long run, uh, long run in the hot sun. I guess that right there should have been like the first warning side, but he went anyway. You know, he he pushed himself harder than he ever did before. He was telling me, and 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 he felt great at first, you know, but then but then as he you know as he continued on, he started feeling uh, tired and dizzy and. He said his, you know, how, how his muscles felt heavy, like achy and stuff. And uh, and even, all, you know, with all of these symptoms, he refused to stop running. He a little thick-headed there, but, you know, he thought he could push through the, the fatigue and, and the feeling of heaviness. Because, you know, he's a pretty strong guy. He's pretty athletic and whatnot. So, which kind of surprised me, actually. You know, I, I would think someone like that um, would catch these signs like these signs of dehydration but you know you be some like i said sometimes we just have to continuously remind ourselves of these um symptoms and all these things just to uh keep it in the back of our head you know keep it fresh in our minds you know so anyway he kept he kept going and going he was pushing through his workout pushing through the the fatigue pushing through the uh, feelings of, of achy muscles and the dizziness and being tired and all that but then he realized that he had you know like he made a pretty big mistake and as it turns out uh he was so dehydrated that his body was starting to shut down it wasn't even working right you know that that's when he he, he told me that he, he stumbled and fell to the ground wasn't even able to stand up you know long story short you know, he was he was rushed to a hospital and was shocked to find out that dehydration was the root cause for his like his body collapsing, his body uh, falling apart, basically right in front of his eyes. Now, all that being said, 
Please don't be like my friend. Listen to your body. Take the necessary precautions. You know, and yeah, I know right now the days are cold, but listen, you can still dehydrate in the cold. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> you know, it's not pretty. Not to the point where I ended up in the ER, but you know, I could tell that not only was I thirsty, but my body wasn't quite 100%. Like I was feel I was starting to feel achy, starting to feel fatigued. Uh, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not sure. Like I, I, I got to that point and I was like, all right, th- this is not, uh, this is not feeling good. And, and I, you know, I stopped, um, I was actually shoveling snow. This was way back in the day, <laughs> living back in New York, shoveling snow at my parents' uh, place. And, and I, I, yo, I felt dehydration. I didn't know what it was at the time, you know, but I knew something wasn't right and I had to stop. You know, I thought I was getting sick, but it turned out uh, just to be, uh, it was actually dehydrated. So anyway, let's move it along. Oh, but but if you wanna if you wanna learn uh, from more stories like this, if you like, like I always uh, I always share stories like that with my uh, VIP followers. So if you're if you're interested, podcast.daspination.com/vip is where you'll be able to get all the juicy goodness. Uh, yeah, but moving moving this episode along, I don't want to <laughs> prolong that. Let's dig into the uh, let's dig into the exercise a little, and see uh, see what we can do to make our lives brighter and happier um, through exercise. So uh, I, I I mentioned this yesterday, you know, being active or not yesterday on last last week's episode. Uh, is that, you know, being active is another way to boost your mood and to, uh, you know, make you feel good. And you've probably experienced this in the past. You know, you go to the gym, not feeling so great. But, you know, by the end of your session, by the end of your workout, by the end of the time that, you know, it is for you, you know, when, when it gets to the time for you to quit the gym, you're done with your workout, you know, you're feeling great, you're pumped, you're ready to go, everything around you just looks a little bit much more beautiful, right? Am I right or am I wrong, you know? Uh, think about it. <laughs> think about little kids, too. They're, they're always playing, jumping, running, skipping, hopping, etc. you know? <laughs> I'm thinking of my own son uh, the other day. These actions, these are all forms of exercise. And let me ask you this. When was the last time you've ever seen a depressed eight-year-old? <laughs> you know, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen all that often, you know. And if it does, then maybe they need to play a little bit more. Just saying, <laughs> you know, because because here's the thing. Adding exercise to your routine gives you a chance to bond with others. It reduces you know, helps reduce anxiety and, and boost your confidence. And, and listen, it, it doesn't have to be uh, heavy lifting or intense workouts. All we're talking about are, are simple things like regular walks or a bike ride. You know, that's all you really need to boost your mental health. You know, we're not uh, we're not training for the Olympics. Nothing like that. We're just trying to give um, our, our trying to elevate our mental state. You know, I've mentioned how. Me and the wife have taken on to the, you know, taken to the streets lately. And, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make it a point to get out for a walk late in the evening. And, and it's because it's because of this point right here that we're talking about. You know, it really helps your mood uh, after a long day to get out there. You know, get some fresh oxygen into your lungs, uh, your brain, your heart. Get that. Have that oxygen circulating throughout your body. Because trust me, I, I'd love to use that hour or so uh, that, that we 
go walking. I would love to use that time to get some extra work done while the kiddos are off to bed, you know, but I mean, I can feel, I can feel it in my energy, in my mood, in my head, you know, when it rains or whatever, uh, whatever reason we're not able to go out, you know, for our usual walk. We, we both feel it. You know, it takes a toll on our mental state of mind, you know, starts chipping away at our happiness. So do yourself a favor, you know, get up, get active, take a walk or do something, you know, do or something, you know, because the bottom line is that it works. You know, it totally helps with mood st- stabilization and, you know, just centering yourself, keeping yourself grounded and happy. And I've personally found it super helpful to have someone to talk to, so so you don't uh, so you don't get bored. You, you have uh, something to. I'm not gonna say entertain yourself, but it, again, if you're talking with someone, it keeps it gets your blood moving even more. It gets your brain thinking because you have to uh, you have to stay focused. You have to pay attention. You have to contribute to the conversation a bit. You know what I mean? But uh, you know what if you don't what if you don't have a significant other to spend that time with? You know, then hey. Call up a friend, a family member, and just connect with them while you're out walking. It's really that easy. So anyway, let's keep rolling on to Daspination Happy Hack number five. We're up to five now if you're keeping track at home. And we have a really good one here is is monitor your social media intake. Wow. (laughs) Where do I begin here? You know, our phones are our lifelines, right? Am I right or am I right? <laughs> you know, I, I told you how I need an upgrade and, and how my phone does everything great except for making and receiving calls, uh, which reminds me, I, I ordered my my new Samsung S23 that does not come out till, I believe, the 13th. So I'm waiting another, it's the 6th today, I guess another six or seven days before uh, the phone is actually released. And then I, I guess it's another four days until it ships out. And so I should have that in like another two weeks or so. So I'm a little excited about that. But as I was mentioning last week, uh, uh, I need that upgrade. I'm not going to say desperately. It kind of, My phone now kind of does everything except for receiving calls. You know, uh, it almost defeats the purpose of having a phone. You know what I mean? And it's funny because if you think about it, most of the time, they're right by your side. Like that phone is is right by your side. It's right at your hip, you know? They keep us connected to the outside world. And one of those connections is through social media. And this is where we need to be careful. You know, the hours that we spend scrolling through social media, comparing ourselves to the snapshots of the fake perfect (laughs) that people are posting, this can seriously impact our self-view. And here's a fact for you. Constant social media use has been linked to worsened anxiety and depression symptoms. So uh, it's been linked to feelings of inadequacy. It's been linked to unhealthy sleeping habits. So we need to be super careful with how uh, how much we consume and how we consume it. You know, you can use social media in a way that doesn't kill your mental health. You know, you can do things like put a limit on how long you can spend on social media. You can Make it a point not to start or end your day with social media. That's a huge no-no, you know, if you can. Uh, or, or how about this one, you know? 
you can use the time you normally spent on social media to do something that brings you joy or relaxation instead. Like, I don't know, taking a walk, (laughs) going to the gym, talking to a loved one, talking to your best friend over the phone. Uh, playing mahjong, cooking, I don't know. The point is to minimize your time on social media. The sixth destination happiness hack is to journal your feelings. So we kind of kind of alluded to this um, to this hack here earlier. Uh, so journaling is a it's a powerful tool to cope with uh, mental health disorders by working through emotions and channeling your thoughts. It helps you get out uh, any feelings, uh, emotions, and anxiety, all that. It helps you to verbalize what it is you're feeling or dealing with right at that moment, that day, whatever it is that you're feeling, write it down, express yourself, let it all out on paper. There was a study from 2018 that found that journaling for 15 minutes each day significantly reduced stress and the feelings of anxiety. There's been other research too, actually, that's linked journaling as uh, as a powerful way to help you uh, work through PTSD symptoms or even to work through depression. And here's the key to journaling is that you might want to write this down, pun intended. <laughs> the, the thing with journaling is that there's no right or wrong way to journal. You just have to do it. That's it. Many people journal every day. Others only journal when they're, you know, when they're stressed or, or need to work through something. But no matter how you use it, journaling is a great way for you to track your progress and growth throughout the year and to release some inner demons if need be, you know? Moving on to the seventh and final happy hack is make yourself laugh. <laughs> Sometimes laughter is the best medicine, period. If you, if you ever met me in real life, and trust me, I would really love to meet you at some point. <laughs> I don't want to be this faceless voice in your life, you know? So if and when we meet, there's something you'll find out about me, and it's, and it's that I love to laugh. You know, if you, can, if you can't tell by now, uh, I'm always laughing on this show, uh, and it's, it's primarily for this reason. For the most part, it's because I refuse to be unhappy and grumpy all the time. I try to keep a smile on my face at all times and laugh whenever possible. And trust me, in these modern times, it's not easy. Trust me, it's not easy. But I make it um, a point to smile, to laugh, to to greet people when I see them out in public if I can. You know, and that's that's another one for me. That that's difficult <laughs> because here's the thing: when you're feeling stressed or down. You ultimately want to do things that will make you laugh, to reduce anxiety, to reduce stress. So, I don't know, watch your favorite TV show or a movie, you know, to give your mood a boost. Find the source from within yourself to help make you laugh. Shit, laugh at yourself, you know? (laughs) That's one of the reasons why I love doing uh, the dance fitness workouts with my wife because I'm always messing up these steps. Like I'm always missing a step. I'm always going left when I should be going right. And I take those missed steps as a chance to laugh at myself, (laughs) you know, to not take myself too seriously. I highly suggest you do the same. Don't take yourself 
seriously. The IRS? Now, that's a different story. You take them seriously because they will make your life a living hell. (laughs) You know, but aside from that, laugh at yourself. Enjoy life. It's way too short to be walking around with an ug mug all day long, you know? Smile. Be happy, you know? Sing while you're in the shower or dance while cleaning your home. You know, do something that makes you happy. Anything doesn't really doesn't matter as long as you find that channel to make you happy. You know, here's another fact for you. Dancing reduces the stress hormone cortisol in your body. So I I don't even know what what more to add to that. (laughs) You know, the bottom line is that improving your mental health is a journey. It's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, you can you can make uh, lasting tweaks to your well-being by intentionally adding small little habits to your daily routine. One last bonus tip, actually, uh, before I sign off is, is there's a there's a great book called The Compound Effect that talks about this point exactly about how making tiny, almost insignificant changes to your daily habits to talk about how that has a compounding effect on your, you know, on your life, you know, how these small daily incremental changes, these tweaks to your day, how over time those tweaks compound and they grow and they build and they manifest and they just create this huge, huge change in your life before you know it, you know? And again, this is not something that happens overnight. This is like, you're going to make a tweak here, you got to keep fine-tuning, massaging, all that stuff. If you really want to dig into the psychology of how making small changes in your life can add up to monumental change, again, I highly recommend you read that book, The Compound Effect. Go get it now. <laughs> you know, I should start a uh, uh, an Amazon shop and point you to a link or something. But, you know, because the, the book is that good. And, and I again, I highly recommend that you read that book internalize it and start asking yourself, what is it that I can do in my daily life? Just something small that can add up to something big in the long run. Because here's the thing, you deserve it, your family deserves it, and this whole world is a better place with you in it. And so with all that said and done, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. And look, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you might think. First and foremost, it's all about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a freebie for you called the 10 Daspination Mind Hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so that you can turn around and whip your body into shape. If that sounds good to you, then get on over to podcast.dasonation.com slash mindhacks to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hacks to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results that you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve. That's podcast.dasonation.com slash mindhacks. Again, that's podcast.dasonation.com slash mindhacks. Be in the know starting right now. Until our next chat, take care now. Bye.